0: that were shut open in Jesus' name, Makatobi in Zibi and de Kataya. We bless and magnify. We ask, O oh God, that you stretch forth your mighty hand to work signs and wonders in the name of your holy child, Jesus, that you alone may be glorified. I pray for the healing of the sick, the deliverance of the oppressed. May God, God, and God alone be magnified today. Thank you that your Holy Spirit, our teacher, teaches us the word. He comforts us, comforts those who need comfort. Thank you that he quickens our mortal bodies by his indwelling presence. And thank you that he also does exceeding abundantly. Above all that we ask, all that your people dream about, desire, have on their hearts and minds, I touch and agree with them in Jesus' name. This name that is above every name, that it is done. They have as what, as God said, they have it. They have it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I thank you that by the speaking blood of Jesus, there's mercy, there's grace, as healing, their salvation, as victory for the house of the Lord. Let there be rejoicing in the house of the Lord. The house of the Lord is the lives of the church of Jesus, the people of God. So let there be rejoicing. Let there be the sound of victory. Glorious testimonies of God's saving power. Of God's delivering power. Of God's goodness. Of all that you do, Lord, we'll be careful to give you alone all the glory, all the glory, yes, and all the praise, in Jesus' matchless name. And God's people said, "Amen." Bless the Lord, yes, give Him praise, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord is good, and indeed His mercies yes endure forever. Thank God for new mercies today. Thank God for new mercies. His mercy says no to sickness and disease. His mercy says no to untimely death. His mercy delivers us, saves us, grants us victory. Praise the Lord. I want to share with you today uh, a word,
1: a, a timely word, a prophetic word, a word that God put in my spirit that I have prayed
0: with and I believe that God has given victory to his people. I want to teach you now from God's word, but it is an oracle of God. It's a prophetic word and the title is you shall escape. Hallelujah. Praise God. What God revealed to me is whatever the enemy has planned against you, you shall escape. Praise God. He will destroy the devices of the wicked. He will bring their plots, purposes, and intentions to nothing. Hallelujah. The works of their hands will not prosper against you. I would like you to turn with me to Isaiah 54 and verse 17, and we'll begin with that. Isaiah 54 and verse 17.
1: Most of you are familiar with it, but some it may actually be your favorite scripture. Those who are not familiar with it, let's look at it together. Isaiah 54 and verse
0: 17 No weapon that is formed
1: against you shall prosper and you say hallelujah In addition to that that no weapon formed against you shall prosper That is no device of the devil, no plan, no plot, no attack, shall prosper. Do you believe that? Amen. It's your portion. In addition to that, he says, And every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, you shall condemn it. So
0: notice that's a part that God works. He says, what the enemy plots, he, God, will destroy.
1: And then he says, that which speaks against you, you have a duty to rise and declare that mouth shut. You have a
0: responsibility and you have the authority When you declare that word, that curse, that implication nullified, it will be. You have that authority. Praise God. Please pay attention to this. The church of today needs to know this, that every born again believer has divine authority that is in the name of the Lord Jesus. That authority is not vested in the name of the Archbishop of Canterbury or any Archbishop. It is not in the name of any bishop, any pastor, any prophet. The church of today needs to know this and to live by it. You need to stop thinking that you don't have authority to cast the devil out and that you need to pay another human being just like you money to cast demons out of you. Your problem is thinking that you don't have authority. Our problem is thinking that our authority is in a human being instead of knowing that the authority is in Jesus.
1: People are being led astray today. People are being made merchandise of.
0: They are commercialized because they put their faith in man, not in God. He said, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. I'm going to teach you and show you from the scriptures that that part is done by God. He destroys the works of the enemy. Amen. And then whatever rises against you, speaks against you, brings curses, imprecations, tries to reduce you, marginalize you, attack your glory, disrespect you, demean you, come against you by tribalism, racism, political power, or human wealth. You shall condemn it. You shall speak against it. Praise God. When a boss unfairly threatens your career and your job and tells you that you'll be fired because they hate you for whatever reason, not because you are excellent. But because they hate you for the reason, you as a child of God need not to cry. You need to go into the bathroom or your prayer closet, find a place by yourself, turn your face to the wall like King Hezekiah and say, Lord, I have walked before you by your righteousness, not my righteousness, but your righteousness. And the righteous are bold as a lion, even as a lion of the tribe of Judah. And so I stand in the righteousness of Jesus. And by the word of the Lord, I declare that what this man said, if he, or this woman said, my boss said, if they don't take it back, those words will not come upon me, but they'll come upon that person. I reverse the curse. You have to say that yourself. Before you call me to agree with you in prayer, you have to say that. Before you send a text or an email to any prophet or pastor in any part of the world, you have to say that yourself. You don't have to call somebody to call, invoke angels to come and help you. You have authority yourself. Our problem is that we don't understand that the authority is vested in Jesus. We think it is in the archbishop. It is in the bishop. It is in the pastor. It is in the prophet. It is in some great woman of God or man of God. No, sir. No, sir. He gave Jesus, gave the entire body of Christ. You are not excluded from Jesus. You are part of the body, just like your human body. Your legs, your hands, your ears, your eyes. They are all part of one unit.
1: Amen. We are members of the same body. The head is called Yeshua.
0: Ha Mashiach. Yeshua the Messiah. Messiah. Jesus Christ. We call him Jesus Christ because in our New Testament, the New Testament was originally written in Greek and translated into English language and other languages. So from that we get Jesus Christ. But his original Hebrew name is Yeshua. Yeshua. Christ is in his last name. Christ is a
1: title. That means anointed one. He is anointed. Messiah. Mashiach.
0: In Hebrew, when we say HaMashiach, Ha is the Christ, the Messiah, Yeshua, the Messiah, Yeshua Ha Mashiach. Praise the Lord! So, whether you call him Jesus Christ or Yeshua. Hamashiach, or Yesu, or Jesus, or whatever. It's the same person. It just depends on the language that you are speaking in. Amen? But that the main thing is to understand that when you call on the name of Jesus, you are calling that name in faith. It is what is in the spirit, what is in the heart that matters. And demons know whether it is coming from your heart or not. In the spirit realm, spirit speaks to spirit. And that which comes from the spirit, spirits identify that. Spirits know your authority and they know your position. Spirits know your stand. Spirits know that. That is why in the Bible it is written, Jesus I know, Paul I know. But you, who are you? In Acts 19,
1: a demon spoke out and said to seven young men, vagabond Jews, not seven believers. Some
0: pastors and ministers have used that scripture to put born again believers in fear. And they've quoted the scripture, but because we have not Try to understand scripture with scripture. Let scripture interpret itself, but just accept what somebody is saying. We just saw it. Oh, yeah. They, they said it's in the Bible. In fact, I saw it said in Acts 19 Jesus, I know, Paul, I know, but you, who are you? So you got to be careful, you know. If you're just born again today, you got to leave casting out demons and dealing with spiritual warfare to all the, the senior members in the body of Christ. Where does it say that in the Bible? That mentality, that mindset that we have, where is that in the Bible? It's because you're bamboozled, you're deceived. You allowed somebody to use the same Bible in Acts 19. Again, you don't have to believe what I'm saying. You have to just check it out. If what I'm saying agrees with the scripture. Amen. So in Acts 19, pay attention. He said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. But you, who are you? All right? There are three cases now. Let's count. Jesus, I know. That's what? Number, now count with me. Jesus, I know, will be what? Number one. Paul, I know. That's number two. So, how many cases that he says, I know? Two. It wasn't one, it's two. Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. But then the third case says, but you, who are you? So, we got three cases. Two out of the three, the demon said, I know you. Are we good? We're not good. Amen. Gee, I'm a teacher, so I need response. I need you to come with me. Say amen somebody. All right. Jesus, I know. Demon, the demon is saying, I know Jesus. But demons right there are acknowledging that they did not only know Jesus,
1: but they know Jesus' followers. Paul, I know.
0: Now, somebody may deceive you and say, well, she, Paul was an apostle, and I'm an apostle, so you got to follow just apostles only. No, 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 no. That's, that's, that's not why. The apostle Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. People whose faith you should follow, considering the end of their salvation, the end, Jesus Christ, the author and the finisher of your faith. The author, the one who begins it, and the finisher, the one who completes it. And I've come to tell you, children of God, he that has begun a good work in you will bring it to completion. He saved you not to forsake you. He saved you to keep you to the end. He loved you. He loves you and will love you to the end. Say amen. He says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, you shall condemn it. So you shall refute it. You shall come against it. You yourself. He didn't say me. Sometimes I've taught this and people have misunderstood like, "Eh, Pastor doesn't want anybody to call him. Almost everybody in my church actually has my phone number.
1: What does that say? It says this pastor is approachable. You can call him anytime. But he loves you enough to teach you that you don't have to depend on him. What he has, you have. Whom he serves, you serve. Whose he is, you.
0: You are his also. We all belong to God. Paul writes and it says, the, the anointing that God gave to us, it is not for us to exercise dominion over you. But it is to build you up so that you will stand. You will stand. Not in the wisdom of men. Not in the power of, of men. But in the power of God. And in the wisdom of God. It is by faith that you stand. Faith in whom? In Jesus Whose faith? The faith of Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, you can cast out demons yourself. It is a lie that only so-called deliverance ministers cast out demons. In actual fact, now I've taught my church this before, for those of you online, that there is nowhere in the Bible it is written. Some people are called specifically deliverance ministers. It does not exist. There is nobody, there is no ministry in the Bible that is uniquely singled out. This is a deliverance ministry. It is not in the Bible. It is not. Apostolic ministry is in the Bible. Prophetic ministry is in the Bible. Evangelistic ministry is in the Bible. Pastoral ministry is in the Bible. The ministry of a teacher is in the Bible. That's recorded in Ephesians chapter 4. You can study that for yourself. Five-fold ministry. Five. Didn't say six. It didn't say seven. Please count for me. Apostle. One. Thank you, Minister Oscar.
1: Prophet. Two. Evangelist. Three. Pastor. Four. Teacher. Five. Praise God.
0: You got to bold. be bold about this. Like that's what the Bible says and that's what I believe. Settled. He There's no way. It, it didn't add deliverance ministry. You go to New York City, there are a lot of them there. Why am I singling out to New York? <laughs> I came from there not too long ago. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You got a lot of people in a small space. You're going to have some issues and problems. Especially when you got a lot of people from different parts all over the world. got different cultures, different beliefs. You got a lot of things going on that people may not be able to understand. And so you got industries that start. A spiritual industry to solve spiritual
1: problems a lot of it over there. It's all over the world, really. All over this country and all over the world. Jesus is the answer. And you don't need to pay anybody to be set free.
0: You don't need to go with anybody. Let anybody take you secretly to see anybody. By night. In some Dingy place, dungeon, some cave, some place. Then they light some candles and it's a a dark room and and, uh, there's some incense. They start counting some beads or looking into some crystal balls or reading tea leaves or all those. You don't need anything but Jesus. That's it. If you ever come to me for prayer and I say, well, I'll do something for you. When people start using certain
1: words, I will do something for you. It's time to leave. It's time to leave. can't do anything for you. God will do it for you. Amen. All right, let's go on. So I read. Isaiah 54, 17 again. No weapon that is formed
0: against you shall prosper. I love it. (laughs) God says, it doesn't matter what the devil does. You are untouchable. You are invincible. You cannot be overcome. You cannot be defeated. You cannot. But again, you will be told by prophets, false prophets, false pastors. Well, you know, because there is some ancestral spirit. Because of some generational curses, God has shown me that there's a hole in the wall of your house and there's a whatever and whatever and
1: whatever. There's a hole, just get uh, a construction person to fi- fix it. That, that's all. Go to the store and buy drywall or something and cover that hole. That's all. Well, Pastor, well, what if there's a spiritual something behind it? Cast it out in Jesus' name, yourself. Oh, well, pastor, you know this thing started from
0: my great. I think they said it was even like from fifteen eleven, pastor. It's been a long
1: time, really. Fifteen eleven is long, longer than Garden of Eden. No. Right there in the garden of Eden, God said to the snake and to the devil who
0: used the snake and the snake who allowed the devil to use him to deceive Eve and to get Adam to go along with his wife and get men to rebel against God and fall into sin and lose God's glory. God cursed the
1: serpent. And God told the devil that the seed of the woman will
0: bruise your head. One day, as a human being who will be born, you'll be the only human who will be the seed
1: of a woman. Every human being is the seed of a man. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Women are containers, receivers and containers of
0: seeds and multipliers of seeds but they are never
1: carriers of seeds. The male is a carrier of the seed. But you give a woman the seed, and she receives it, contains it, nurses it, nurtures it, she will multiply it, baby.
0: <laughs> you will not have one. You will have increase. She will multiply it. Women carry nations. She will give birth to one person and that one person is a nation. Yes.
1: You cannot have that without a woman. But it will not start without the carrier of the seed. Amen. So if you can get governments to destroy the male seed. Hmm. Of any color shade. If governments can destroy the male seed, they can't stop the progress of that group of people. This is why in war, Satan kills the males. He may capture women and children. You
0: ever notice, historically, doesn't really go after killing women and children.
1: If you kill the males, you eventually stop that group. They will die out. (laughs) I have taught for years. Soon we have Father's Day coming up.
0: And I have taught you for years. You need to value your males particularly in the United States of America.
1: Because there's a spirit here that attacks the bill. His authority and his leadership. Because Satan can be successful in doing that, destroy the women and the children. God bring us deliverance. I remember when I came here and I watched
0: uh, this program on TV called Good Times. There's a, a lot of the young people don't know, but there's a young man, dynamite. Yeah, it was funny. I loved him. JJ, I think. Oh, he was
1: so funny. It was funny. I liked that. But I hated the show. I laughed, but I hated the show. Because the man struggled. Man. Just when he's about to break through, bam! He's down. The main character, the head of that home, he never broke through. I forgot his name. He was played by John Amos or James Amos. John or oh, in, the, in the show? James what?
0: Okay, in the show, right? Okay. But his real name was something Amos, right? John Amos. Yeah, that character struggled. I've mentioned to my church, even what was called the Cosby Show. Remember there was a show called Cosby Show? And uh, the man called Cosby, a comedian, was funny in the show. I'm not talking about this personal lifestyle, but the show. And I liked it for the fact that I think the, the wife was a lawyer and he was a doctor or something like that. So they showed professionals, and I liked that. You know, I mean, I, I came from heaven. I told, I've told you, right?
1: I came from heaven.
0: But I was born in a country called Ghana. It used to be called Gold Coast. It was colonized by the British, you know, same people go around the world, mess up different countries, just to just mess you up. I don't understand black people who are like, oh, there's a King Charles, he's a king of England,
1: so I'm going to see. No, not me. It's ridiculous. Not my king. I said, I know consent is worldwide. Yeah, I don't
0: care. It's, he's not my king. Some things is just ridiculous. I'm living in my town, my country, you know, that you come and you, you,
1: you just control me. Because what? You are what? You're not human just like me? <laughs> Last November, I, came, I went to a trip in Spain, like touring seven countries, uh, cities in Spain. went to this place in Spain, a town where... <laughs>
0: Spanish, well, it wasn't just Spanish, actually. Uh, th- th- there were, there were uh, explorers from other countries like Italy, you know, would come to this place, you know, Portugal, Italy, uh, Spain, to this particular town to train with soldiers. Uh, until I went there, I did not know that history. Just know history that these conquerors went to Latin America and different countries and conquered their place. You know, you know that. And then you also know about explorers. I never knew that they were actually training together. You know, you know, explorers, they go and explore. Then you know, soldiers, conquerors, they go and conquer. No, apparently there was a time in Europe, they were actually training
1: together. Yeah. So we come and explore and we come to your country. We say, hey, boo! we discovered you. You, you know, I'm, I'm leaving my house and you discovered me. What kind of mindset is that? Mr. Colon, Columbus, it's called Colon. Mr. Colon did not discover America. Why do you discover me when I live in my town, my own house? You didn't, you didn't discover. You just came to found me, and then you, you beat me up. Then you killed me. And then you wrote
0: the books. Now you taught me. You tried to condition me. You tell me that you are above, and I'm the tail, and I have come. I was sent by God, shot out as a fiery arrow into the darkness of this world. And God told me, he said, when you go, you tell my people. He said they're the devil's people. He said, tell my people that the darkness of Satan's power is over. Satan's authority and dominion over your life is over. And he said the true light of Jesus shines so brightly. Light shines with salvation for everybody. Healing for everybody and it's free. Deliverance for everybody, it's also free. Peace, power, and prosperity for everybody, it's free. It all comes out of the grace and the mercy of God. It's because God loves humanity. Amen. He said to come and let you know that he has restored glory
1: to you. He died for you to have glory. Glory, it means significance. The spiritual
0: word glory, when you translate it to a word that we understand in our world, it means worth, value, significance. God gave you value. Don't wait to accept yourself because some human being says, Oh, I set you free. I accept you. I give you value. No human can give you that. Not even your husband or wife. You never feel satisfied until you accept yourself who God says you are. Come on, say amen, somebody. Glory is worth significance and value that comes from God. And when God created you, he gave you value. But Satan came through human systems, greed, avarice, racism, sexism, tribalism, all kinds of things, division, whatever you may call it. The power behind it is the devil. And he came through it to steal, kill and destroy. Yes. Yes. To steal, steal your joy, steal your wealth, steal your glory, steal your dignity, steal your peace. To steal,
1: to kill, kill a, truncate a person's life or kill their dreams. Yeah. Take your hope away from you and destroy lives.
0: But, Jesus said, Ooh, and I love that, but. This is John 10, and he said, but I am come, hallelujah, that you may have life. Praise God. And I said the New Testament was first written in Greek. The word life there is zoe, Z-O-E, which means God's kind of life. You have not African-American life first. Native American life first. White person's life first. Red, green, whatever people want to label you, you don't have that life first. You have
1: God's life. Yes. And that life of God energizes you, strengthens you,
0: empowers you, quickens you, Elevates you, makes you the head, and not the tail, the head. How many times? All the time, you're never beneath, always above, always, because a glorious high throne is your sanctuary, is your throne that God gave to you from the very beginning. Amen. So we go, when we go back to 1611, 1511, 1411, we, go, we keep going back all the way to the Garden of Eden. Where, we're going, where are we going to find you? We're going to find you as the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. You were crowned with glory and honor.
1: And when God created you, he looked at you and he said, very good. In fact, he made a distinction between you
0: and the rest of creation. According to Genesis 1, God made everything, sun, moon, stars, fish, everything. Everything he made, he looked at it and he said, good, 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 good. Then he took dust and formed you, your body. Then God, by forming you, touching the dust, forming you right there, was teaching mankind, I want you to know that you're going to have a personal relationship with me. I will touch you, you will touch me. Are we good? All right, if you're touching somebody, right, that's personal. All the other things God never touched, he was removed from them. He spoke and they came. With man, he didn't speak man into being like that. He spoke and said, I will make him. He didn't say, man, come. Come. No, he said, I will make him. The other things he said, come, 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 be, be, be. And they all be, or they all came. They all happened. But when it got to you, he said, I will make you. In fact, he said, let us make man. So right there, we know there's more than one person, one entity. If he says, let us, according to English language, let us, that's plural. We good? Let us. Amen. Amen. Right, So we find out later in the Bible that that us was actually Holy Spirit, God the Father, and God the Word. So three persons or different entities that are one in purpose, in spirit, in nature, in being, made us. Not three gods.
1: One God. Manifested in three persons. Praise God. Because he's a spirit. Amen. Spiritual things work differently from natural
0: things. Praise God. You can only put one person in me, just one person. But when it comes to demons or spirits, entities, all right, you can have, you know, like a lesion of spirits, legion based on the Roman army. So if you, whether it's 2,000, 6,000 or 12,000, you know, you can have 12,000 spirits in one person. <laughs> That's scary, man. But with the authority of the name of Jesus,
1: you, the born again believer, you come on the scene and you can drive out that legion. Amen. Praise God. Whatever color of skin you have, you have glory from God. If you have believed in Yeshua, Jesus, Yesu,
0: whatever your language calls him, it's the same person. Are
1: we good? But the key is that you have to call him in faith. It's not just calling has to be agreement between your heart and your mouth. With your heart you believe. With your mouth you say. That's Romans 10. With your
0: heart you believe. With your mouth you speak. Out of the overflow, the abundance of the heart, what is in the heart pours out by what you're speaking. The mouth speaks. You really need to... Consistently be speaking what you believe. Speaking what you
1: believe. And refuse to say things you don't believe. People will not like you when you start changing. But you are here to glorify God. Not even yourself. If I
0: refuse to glorify myself, then believe me, I'm not going to live to try to please you.
1: If I'm going to deny myself things that I would like to enjoy, then, then who are you for me to
0: please when I'm not pleasing myself? Come on, people. You understand the mathematics I'm trying to bring here? Generally, without God, human beings, we are selfish. Without God is me first. So if whatever goals I have in life, I decide to deny myself, Why would I bother with what you think when in fact the denial of whatever pleasures or whatever disciplines I'm putting myself through is to make me better? Can you understand this? You have to be a very determined person in life. This is the goal God put in my spirit. This is a good thing. It's legal. It is beneficial to humanity. It will bring me progress, advancement, prosperity, peace, increase. You set your heart on it.
1: Don't worry about what anybody thinks. Go after it and just do it. And fulfill it. And one thing humans cannot do is argue with success. The success will speak for itself. It speaks for itself. <laughs> it speaks for itself. Praise God. We have a ministry that, for decades, have raised children that are not in prison. Children, not in prison. Juvenile delinquency? No. Drug dealers, drug addicts? No. It is no small thing, ladies and gentlemen. It is no small thing. They respect elders. You ever noticed all the children that went through this ministry? You give me one who is disrespectful. So give me one. There's none. You think that just that just that just happens, it's happenstance? No.
0: There is a God in heaven who rules in the affairs of men. God is ruling in this house. He's shaping destinies, raising world changes. Your children. Are being shot out as arrows and they'll speak with the enemies in the gates. They'll possess the gates of the enemies. I declare it. I prophesy it. It will come to pass. It is
1: happening and more of it will happen. Amen. <laughs> Receive it. Receive it. Time will fail me to begin to count the number of
0: colleges. Graduations we have had in this ministry over the years.
1: And top-level universities in these United States. Something is happening. What is that? God is saying, I give victory to my people. I deliver
0: them from hurt. I deliver them from harm. I make sure that they escape that which would steal from them, kill and destroy. And I give them life and life more abundantly.
1: Those testimonies are the evidence of what the abundant life. Just, just few testimonies, but there are many more.
0: So no matter what you're going through right now, challenge that's going through, I have come tell you, you and your house will escape it.
1: God has proven himself faithful to us. Faithful. And I'm here to tell you, faithful is he who has called you who also will do it.
0: I pray that the very God of shalom, peace will sanctify you, that is set you apart, separate you from drug addiction, separate you from cancer, from diabetes, separate you from infirmity, separate you from viruses that destroy, separate you
1: from life events that crush people.
0: Like I always say, minus me, I come
1: to tell you, minus you. No weapon formed against you shall
0: prosper. What was the other way our Lord said this? The same
1: thing. He said, nothing shall by any means hurt you. It's not a pipe dream. It's not like he's saying, oh, you know, life is just
0: a bed of roses. No, he's saying there are challenges in life. There will be a there will be things that will come against, there will be mountains,
1: men, but every mountain will fall. He says, nothing shall by any means hurt you. What he's saying is
0: that there are things that will try to hurt you and they'll come every which way against you. In fact, sometimes they'll come as the world says, all hell has broken loose.
1: Satan is saying, there's no way for you. And Jesus says, I am. I am. Do you get that? That is ever present. I am an ever
0: present help in your time of trouble. But there's something I want you to do or learn to do in your time of trouble. Call upon me. Yeshua. And you call in faith. You see, it's not just like just any name that you're just saying. Things. No, 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 no. Sometimes the world criticizes and they don't understand. We're not just saying things, we're speaking in faith. Our heart agrees with what our mouth is speaking. You understand? Because I don't know, I don't know if you know, it's not you, but when you were in the world, some of your friends used to cuss with Jesus, the name with the name Jesus. Not you, but some of your friends. Yeah? It's, it's the same name, Jesus, you love, you worship. But people cast with that name. Don't they? Come on, I know I know. this is church and you all want to be holy and Christian. But we have lived
1: in this world. Don't people swear with the name Jesus? Even to this day. And don't make me kind of
0: spell things out. But, you know, some of them add other things to it and they make all kinds of, you know, long things and put alphabets in there. You know, Jesus,
1: you know, Christ. They put things, I don't want your mind to go there, but you with me. So how come when they say that, nothing good happens.
0: But when you say the same name, Jesus, something good happens. Because you are speaking from a heart of faith. You are saying, Lord, I believe in you. I believe in your name. That when I call on this name, this mountain of a man
1: called Goliath, standing against me in my career, will bow. There was a pharaoh who told Moses, next time I see you, you'll die. Moses said,
0: please, please, please. I've been nice. I've been kind. Try be
1: coaxing you. But you shouldn't have gone there. Die? Why would you even say that? Me, Moses, die? Didn't you know I'm a man of purpose? I'm a man ordained by God to bring a people out of darkness, of poverty, slavery, to the mountain of God that they will worship God. I cannot die I cannot die till I have fulfilled that God given
0: destiny amended if God has sent you to Europe to America to Africa to Asia to any part of the world
1: you cannot die you you can't till you have
0: completed that mission And in this world, there'll be times that Satan will send
1: wars where you are, Ukraine, Russia. You cannot die. Listen, gentlemen, this is the reality of somebody right now who may be watching on the internet. And I'm here to tell you, look to God. You will not die. You can't. So Moses says, Pharaoh, withdraw it.
0: Withdraw this statement. Because if you don't, there is going to be a death. But minus me. Not here. Not this house. Not the house of God. It's coming to you. You called it, you'll have it. Like I told
1: you earlier. (laughs) If you don't believe in something, don't say it. If it does not line up with the word of God, don't say it. Speak what you believe and call
0: into being what you want. I'm sure you've heard. Been, I've been here for a while in the United States. And I've heard people critical of believers. Oh, the name it, claim it people. Anybody ever heard that? Make fun of you? Oh, these are the name it, claim it people. Okay, you're not going to name. You're not going to claim. What are you going to do? Tell me.
1: You're going to just live in this world with no vision, no goals? You know? Even people who say
0: that to you and criticize and make fun of you, they have expectations. They have have dreams. They have things they want to achieve. And they talk about it to themselves. And they talk about it to their boyfriends, girlfriends, to their parents, to their close friends. I want to do this. I want to do this. You are naming it and claiming it. And you're criticizing me, criticizing me for naming it and claiming it. You know what they're attacking? It's not the
1: naming it and claiming it, they're attacking the one in whom you believe. Another thing in America they criticize
0: the church for is what they call, they criticize a certain group of people for what they call the
1: prosperity gospel. How many of you in America swear to live by poverty? The same people criticizing a section of the church
0: that they're supposed to say, well, they just live by the prosperity gospel and all that. Tell me, do they want to live in poverty? This is actually one country where you you cannot say. The spirit of the country itself
1: is driven to success. This is the spirit of America. America. Until I came here Minister Minnesota, mean, I, okay, I did not
0: know that you can have an organization that is national. And when that organization competes nationally, the person who wins is called a world champion.
1: Well, the first time I was like, wait a minute. Uh, I thought, what, what is it? Well, they played baseball. Baseball. The baseball league. World champions. It was world
0: season, world champions. Like, and, then, and then I, I began liking uh, NBA. Oh, that was the time it was the bad boys, you know? Uh, uh, um, uh, Chicago uh, Bulls. Jordan and Isaiah Thomas' team. What was it? The Detroit Pistons. Bad boys. Man, that, you know? Oh my God. No, no. Be- just before that, it was Magic and the Celtics guy. Larry Bird, thank you. It was those two, Magic Johnson, L.A., Lakers, and, and uh, Celsius, Larry Bird, was those two. Then after that came uh, joy, his earnest, only in America. Oh, Na- NBA, National Basketball Association. And then they won, they said, world champions. I was like, wait, 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 uh, well,
1: I lo- and I was like, I love this country. I love. Oh. When I was a teenager, they had something called Ebony. There's a magazine, Ebony, Jet. And there was another one, Forgotten, Essence. And then there's even a third one, a fourth one. Yeah.
0: And I, I used to get them when we visit our dad in Liberia, you know. Uh, he was working in Monrovia. The name Monrovia itself was named after President Monroe of America in Africa. I'm telling you, this country, you better... <laughs> anyway, another, st- another time. So, so we used to visit him there. And uh, because of the connection between the United States and Monrovia, Liberia... There used to be a lot of stuff, you know, literature, and, oh,
1: you have, there was eight track, the, oh, my God. What was, what was coming out, the music industry out of Detroit, was, has this name, I forgot, Motown. Come on, Brando. Oh. Life was good. As a teenager, man, life was good. And then I would look in these
0: magazines and I would see these tall guys, man, laying on this huge bed, yeah, wearing white socks, blue jeans. Leg cross on the bed. I was like, one day I'm going to go to America and buy a huge bed.
1: I found it was called California size. <laughs> you know? I'm a teenager in Africa dreaming. I'm going
0: to come to America and I'm going to buy a huge bed, California bed. I'm going to wear my blue jeans, white t-shirt,
1: white socks, lay on the bed in my house, American dream. That is how this country is,
0: driven to success. Don't let anybody
1: in this world, whether in the church or outside, don't let anybody... Make you change your dream or reduce the size of that dream. Praise God. I know somebody's listening is going to say, Well, Jesus didn't die, so you have a California bed. That is not the point. The point I'm making is that you go from glory to glory, you overcome.
0: You become successful in life. You fulfill your purpose, your destiny. There's a God in heaven whom, who gives dreams. Even when you are old, he says it is not over for you. And he gives you dreams. He says in your old age, the, when the spirit comes, the old will dream dreams. What, what is God saying by that? He says the young people will see visions. What's God saying? He says you have the energy, enthusiasm. The passion. The drive. And by my spirit, I will give you. Naturally, you have the energy. You have the drive. You have the passion. That is the joy and the blessing of youth. Are you with me? God says, by my spirit, I give you
1: what youth usually lack. Wisdom. I don't know if you're getting this. It shall come to pass that I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. And young women and young men will see visions and they'll prophesy. They will speak by inspiration. That's prophecy. And they'll speak things
0: into being and accomplish them because they have the passion, the zeal, the energy, the the enthusiasm. They'll go after it and make it happen but often what they lack is wisdom. So I'll make them fellowship with me, koinonia, commune with me, share with me. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. I bless you young people with that. Amen. You fellowship with the Holy Spirit in his wisdom. By wisdom, God created the heavens and the earth. By wisdom, he created
1: everything. Things we don't understand yet. God, by wisdom, made it, and he will give that
0: wisdom to youth so that you add it to what
1: you naturally have from God to accomplish. Then with the old, 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 the devil will tell you the waste is not working,
0: <laughs> you know, and your friends will tell you, hmm, I'm also going through it, you know,
1: the waste, oh, these bones, everything aches. Mm. Better stop dreaming. Don't think you can do it. It won't happen. That is the disease of the old. It's a spirit that eats up your hope and trains you to die early. That's the disease of the old. Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy So God says, watch me. I'll make the old escape that. I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh as the young
0: men and young women seeing visions and prophesying, writing out their vision. Write the vision, Habakkuk 2, for it is an appointed time. The vision will speak. It will come to pass. Youth are like that. They make
1: things happen. But without wisdom, wisdom, they waste time. They waste time. Before long, they're 30, 40, 50. You're like, oh, my God.
0: Uh, I'm racing towards the end. I haven't done much. Oh, God. And you want to do things. And the way says, eh, got to slow down. And you tell your friends, says, yeah, I'm going through it too. You know, uh, I, won't, I don't think it will happen. And then if you are not fortunate, you have children whose hearts are not tender towards you and tender towards God. The moment you are 72, 73, or 75, they put you in some home. I forgot how they call it. Uh, those places. You know? Yeah. Call it whatever. You know, and they put you there. And they come visit you once a year. So who, those who are fortunate, twice a year, Thanksgiving and the other one, Christmas or your birthday. May God may minus you. May that not be your portion. And may your children have love for God and for you and be tender-hearted. And I pray, listen carefully, I pray that your children will be attracted to people whose hearts are tender and kind who love God and
1: love you and will agree with them to be there for you in your golden years. Amen. May may your sons marry beautiful, brilliant, kind women. May, May our daughters marry honorable, dignified, Four kind, accomplished men who have a house and a California bed. Ah. <laughs> you
0: want scripture? Song of Solomon 1. He brought me to his banqueting house. And his banner over me was love, baby. May your daughters be brought into the house,
1: meet men who will bring them into their house. I I re- oh I refuse, I refuse to accept any guy who will come to any of my daughters. Hey Jesus. Help me. You go through Princeton, Carnegie Mellon, Columbia University, and now you want to marry and put her in the ghetto. No, but I it! Hey! No. No. No, Dream bigger. Dream bigger. Gonna that is not going to happen. And the other part
0: I cannot handle is a man who beats a woman.
1: Oh, don't think I'm old. You know why I'm still doing push-up? Yeah. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Pastor, you won't be that strong. Okay, you try me. No, only the best to be your portion. Amen. You will escape, and your family will escape. Things that steal kill, and destroy. You will escape. Pastor, but why? Isaiah 54, we're not done. <laughs>
0: Amen. I wasn't supposed to be preaching today. Pastor Son was supposed to preach today. Uh, but the way it worked out, she called me last night, and I, 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 I found out I'm supposed to do this. But God had given me a word that she didn't know, and I didn't know how I was going to get it to you because on our schedule, she's supposed to be preaching. I'm sure she's listening to me. She said, I'll be, I'll be home listening. And she's saying, wow, Pastor, yeah, Pastor Sandra, God knows what he's doing. Watch this, verse 17. No weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. So you got enough today. You have to have the authority to condemn, right? Yourself. This is what? The heritage, legacy, inheritance. Your heritage is your legacy. What has been bequeathed you,
1: given to you. Somebody died and left it to you. Are we good? What you inherit, you know, like what you inherit from parents or grandparents, you know, uh, that that's because they left it to you. I mean, you understand that, right? So this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. You are an heir of God and joint heirs with Christ.
0: Amen. Now watch this. Read the last part of verse 17. One, two, three, please read. And their righteousness is of me, says the Lord. Wow. All the beautiful things I've said that will come to you that I want my daughters and sons to have, which I pray that your sons and daughters will have for their own lives and
1: for you in your old age also. All those things, they are your rights. Ladies and gentlemen, you deserve it. You do, yes you do. Somebody died to give it to you. You know, Jesus went and fought the devil and got bloodied
0: and beaten on his back and he absorbed all that
1: so that you don't have to deal with that. He never sinned, but he absorbed everything in him. And he was made the perfect sacrifice
0: acceptable to a holy and just God. Amen. I don't know the closest example I can give on earth to come close to, but I don't know. Like in America, what is the highest legal system? Like the law, the highest. The court systems, the highest. Supreme Court? You sure? So when the Supreme Court, like they establish a rule, Roe versus Wade, or I've heard that, you know, being in America, or something, you know, like once they say it, is that, is that like what rules?
1: Yeah? Humans? You mean like a, a board, a group? Humans?
0: They make a rule and it governs 330 million people? How many many people on the Supreme Court? Like seven, nine, what? How
1: many? Seriously? hey, Hey, Jesus, help me. I have a problem with that. Yes, I do. Think about it. Seven people, nine people, what,
0: what kind of human system do we have that some people can make a rule and it governs? So what if that rule is wrong? Come on, don't get nervous. Let's just, let's just think through this. The point I'm trying to make to
1: you is that sometimes even the best system we have in the world is flawed. But God is Perfect. His judgments are perfect.
0: His rule is perfect. Woo, hallelujah. He cannot be voted in or voted out. Praise God. He is not installed so that he will establish a rule that favors Republicans only. Or favors Democrats only. Think about it. If the Supreme Court was of the United States was absolutely, perfectly objective, why is it that historically, presidents have tried to appoint Supreme Court judges that favor their cause? Come on, this is the law. Isn't the law supposed to be blind to,
1: you know, be either side, supposed to be impartial? Oh, am, am, I, am I getting it right? Are, are we
0: good? Okay, thank you. So you see, even human standards are flawed, yet we live by it. We accept it. So if you can accept in the United States the rule of the Supreme Court, why do we
1: have a problem accepting the rule of a God who is impartial, who loves everybody and wants everybody to do well in life and eventually come to him, back to him? Listen to him. He said, no weapon that comes against
0: you will ever prosper. Now he explained to us why. It's because it is your inheritance that the child of God be free from harm, hurt, and bother. The same way I was acting, acting out, if you would, when I was talking about protecting my babies, my daughters. If you date them, you can't hit them. If you marry them, you can't hit them. Listen, I'm a pastor and I peep, somebody will probably be mad at me. But you hit my daughter, we divorce today. Today, we don't do counseling. We, 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 we're not going to do counseling. We're not going to do, you are divorced today. Pastor, God hates divorce. Yeah, God hates you beating my daughter too. Okay, that's private. I should not have told you my, what I think privately. The pastor, you're too extreme. Yeah. Uh, you know, people don't allow you to be human. I'm a human being just like you. I feel for my daughters and my children just like you. So let me be. You don't have to do that. I was just telling you what
1: I would do. So don't hit them. Because i hit you back. And we'll divorce you. And we will sue. We'll take you to the Supreme Court. And we will sue you for everything you got.
0: And sue your mother and your father and grandmother and grandfather and raise your great-grandparents and sue them too. Yeah, baby. Don't mess with that guy. He's a crazy one. No, I'm not crazy. I'm telling you, if you, we being limited, imperfect people, know how to give good gifts to our children... Come on, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Mr. Oscar. How much more, God? This is what I'm trying to present to you. Look at how I feel for my children. God says, you are my child. I'm going to protect you. Provide for you. And I'm going to defend you. And two nights ago, he told me this. Pray for my people to escape death
1: untimely death, pray for them to escape it. You say, Pastor, you, you, know, you mean God really talks to
0: people? God? Yeah, he does. Talk to me. Talk to me. You heard my testimony? I was driving from here to Florida. I had many stops. You know, I heard there's a, there's a pastor from Atlanta, yes, who takes one month out of the year to tour the United States. And he's an avid photographer. He's really excellent. I mean, he has pictures, beautiful pictures, Alaska, Montana, Arizona. Man, I was like, man, I want to do that too. But I forgot that in America, he could go anywhere, anytime, but
1: I couldn't. Because they call me in America, colored person.
0: You, you, they, don't, they don't call you that in America. They call me that. I'm still resisting that because I grew up in a place where I was just a person. You know, until I, I, I left, actually, until I left Africa and went to England to, to study there, I didn't know I was black. When, when I tell people, they're, they're like, what? Yeah, I have a friend, professional. We've been friends for 35, 36 years live somewhere in Virginia. I don't have to give you details. And I, t- I tell him, he says, man, I can't, I can't even conceive that. I say, yeah, same way. I couldn't conceive. I'm, I'm a person. In America, you're not a person first. In America, you're white. You're black. You're this. I'm telling you,
1: that is wrong. You are a human being. So you can fall in love with
0: a white person, a brown person, or what? It's a person. Oh, my God, help us. Deliver us from this flesh. Anyway, so I'm, I'm driving, and uh, I'm on my way somewhere in, in the south, what they call in America the south, you know? South, but in the south. And I'm, I'm just on the road. You see, I'm thinking, okay, why didn't this happen, like, an hour from home? Or why, why over... God talks to people. So I'm driving, and then suddenly a voice, like people, something tells me. Something says,
1: look to your right. So if there was no God, and these things were not real, how come I didn't hear
0: that 10 minutes earlier, 20 minutes earlier, or 50 hours earlier? Why that moment? And when I turned to my right, in fact, there was something happening. What was happening, an 18-wheeler, a tractor-trailer, is heading towards me. Driving diagonally, the head of this tractor-trailer is coming towards me. And I'm saying, I'm so now your mind is saying, wait a minute, is he, can't he see me? Now look, I look, and our eyes meet. So I'm like, okay, I see him, he sees me, so he knows he's going to hit me. Why is he not stopping or
1: turning? So something says, get out of here. So I step on it, and I hear
0: his vehicle go, he's also stepped on his. Wow. And my mind is saying, whoo, that is no longer spiritual warfare. This is vehicular warfare. (laughs) Some people are funny like that. So I'm like that. Like, so all this is going, I'm like, oh, this is this is vehicle. This is, you know, this is like. Like you watch a movie where people are fighting with cars, you know. You ever go go kart? Yeah, you know go kart like children playing with that. Yes, yeah, so I was like, okay, he, you gotta go. I step on it and he stepped and he goes. Rrr. I'm
1: like, y- y- you gotta go, floor this. And then I hear a loud bang. But my car's still going. Then swerve, then
0: spin. It didn't roll over. I'm still going. So in my mind, I'm like, wait a minute. It's that noise. Is it because he went over? You know, there are strips in some highways. There are strips. So I'm like, oh, it's a heavy truck. Maybe when he crossed over the strips, that's where the noise coming from. Because it's like it's not real. You know. It's, so your mind is fighting it. You don't want to accept that.
1: Somebody's actually like trying to kill you. You know, or whatever he's trying to do, I knew it was a devil. I escaped. God said, pray for them to escape. And I prayed, and I'm here to tell you, you have escaped. You have escaped. You have escaped
0: that infirmity. You have escaped that cancer. You have escaped that stroke. You have escaped diabetes. You have escaped hopelessness, joblessness. You have escaped
1: that attack of darkness against your life. You have escaped. Amen. I pray for that guy later. I was like, I mean, it took me two days actually to
0: calm down, to be free from the trauma. I, I, I don't. You know, I'm not bothered to tell you that it traumatized me. I'm human, and it traumatized me. It took me two nights. I'm like, wait a minute. Um, I'm going to get back on the road. Will this thing happen? You know, my my mind is just, because this is like, but there was no trauma on my body. He hit my car, but there's no trauma on my body. My body didn't feel anything. So God built a hedge around me. So when it hit me, I didn't even feel the car. I didn't feel anything. And my car didn't stop. So I'm sure the guy is like, wait a minute. I I hit
1: him with my truck. I did hit him. How come he's still driving? I escaped. Why? Because this is my inheritance. Can you understand that? Christ already died, so I don't have to die like a mosquito. That is just swatted. Yeah. I come back, you know, talking about this.
0: My, 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 my brother's wife jokingly says, oh, my goodness, we would have been looking for you in the bushes. Because it happened, the way I described it, you know, I mean, nobody would have known what happened to me. And then somebody here on the news, you know, there's somebody in this. still, well, there's a passion and, uh, you know, they found, you know, no, minus you, minus me, you shall escape. Nothing shall by any means harm you, hurt you. Who said that? Jesus. And ladies and gentlemen, when Jesus said that, everything he does makes sense. When he said that, do you know the context in which he said that? Do you know the mindset he had when he said that, which he wants you to have? When he said it, he said, it's because I saw Satan already defeated. So you need to know, no matter what he brings against you,
1: he's a defeated fool and he cannot overcome you. Ladies and gentlemen, do you get this? This is your inheritance. You deserve it. I know it's going to be pretty hard for
0: me to get this message to a lot of people because there are too many voices telling Christians what they don't deserve. I am not one of the pastors who preaches that. I disagree with that theology. I don't preach it.
1: You deserve love. You deserve goodness. You deserve health. You deserve it. Why? Because Jesus Christ paid the price for you. I mean,
0: I I, I, I don't get Lord, but why? Why are all these pastors telling everybody in the world what they don't deserve? When Jesus said,
1: Tell is tire, it is finished. Done. I have paid for you. If the Son of God
0: sets you free. You are free indeed, in reality.
1: It is for freedom for which Christ died. By his stripes, you are healed. Amen. Then you're going to let some pastor tell you, oh, you know, you know um, uh, uh, miracles
0: pass when the apostles died. You want to tell me the apostles worked miracles? It wasn't the apostles,
1: it was God. God isn't dead. Oh, well, he's not talking about physical healing. You see, it is,
0: it is uh, spiritual diseases you're talking about. No, 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 no.
1: Jesus did not heal us from sin. Do you know that? We were not healed from sin. Sin is not sickness, sin is death. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Please complete this for me. The wages of sin is death. Sin leads to death. When Adam sinned, Adam died. He died spiritually. God said, in the day you eat of it, you shall surely die. You know what the devil said? Eh, you, will you
1: really die? Then God said you will die. Can I do that? Will you really die? See? What God has said, the devil will say, has God said?
0: God has said. Has God said? Same three, three words. Depends on where you're coming from. Is one emphatic or one a question. God has said, emphatic truth. Has God said, putting the doubt in your mind. I'm here to tell you, God has said, by his stripes you are healed. God has said he took your sins on his own body. He bore it so you may not bear it. He bore it in the old testament, in the Leviticus, it says, He took it far away into an uninhabitable land. It took it to a place where humans were not supposed to live. Telling you, whenever Satan wants to take you into that place where you are not made to live, you should fight it. Last week, Reverend Janice preached it and put it this way When a demon, an unclean spirit from Matthew 12, comes out of a man, it goes to what? Dry places. Yes? Yeah? Remember Matthew 12, 43? It goes to dry places. And then it says what? Listen, it says, seeking rest and finding none. So dry places is not a place of rest. And even demons don't like dry places. Come on, people. This is scripture. Matthew 12:43. And it says, So the demon says to itself, it's thinking, it says to itself, I'm going to go back into the house from where I was driven out, expelled, cast out. What does that mean? It wants to come to a fertile place, a fresh place, a productive place so it can destroy it. A man's life was not made to be dry. A man's life was made to be fertile. Prosperity is from God. Healing is from God. Deliverance is from God. Peace of mind is from God. Marital harmony is from God. It's from God. Pursue it. Pursue peace. Work towards it. Believe God for it. Call it and you will have it. I declare that your life will be as the days of heaven
1: on earth. Say amen, somebody. you blessed? It's amazing. Just one verse. (laughs) It's just one verse. Tells us all this.
0: God said, this is because your righteousness is of me. It's not your righteousness, your own righteousness. It is the righteousness of God. As you know from 2 Corinthians 5 verse 21, he who knew no sin was made sin for us that we may be made what? The righteousness of God in Christ. You have right standing with God because of Jesus. So don't let anybody look down on you, demean you because of your gender, your status in life, the color of your skin, whether you have hair or none. (laughs) Doesn't matter because your value is in this. God loves me. God created me in his image and in his likeness. I am like God in the earth, though human. I have his righteousness. I am his righteousness. This is a gift of God. And by righteousness, through his grace, I reign in life. I am above and not beneath. When sickness comes, I fight it. I fight it through medicine. Med- Doctors, I fight it through eating well. I fight it through resting well, exercise. I fight it through confessing the word of God, eating the word of God, Proverbs 4, as medicine to all my flesh. I meditate on the word. I speak the word. I play it. So I listen to it. I sleep listening to it on YouTube or wherever. I just listen to the scriptures and get it into my spirit, into my soul, into my bone, into my marrow. And then one day, boom! My legs are working. My hands are working. My kidneys are working right. The heart is working right. I'm like, oh, Jesus, look here. It's happened. Hallelujah. May
1: you escape. In the name of Jesus. You shall escape. I pray that God will speak to you and warn you. When the thief is coming, so that you may escape. Hallelujah. Just give you two quick pictures of escape. That God showed me. And then we'll pray. All right? Okay. The other one he showed me is Daniel eleven. So, let's go find it. Daniel 11, 41. Daniel 11, 41, please. Hallelujah. 41 is what I want. A lot of the time, it's
0: actually better to read something in the flow or the context in which it's written. So to look at the flow, the way it's flowing, you got to look at what was said before it was said after it. So it kind of makes sense, you know? So what I want is 41, but to read in context, I go to like a verse before it and a verse after it, or two verses before, two verses after something like that. Since we don't have a whole lot of time, i just do one verse before, one verse after. Is that okay? So what I want is really 41. Let's read 41 first. And then just to be fair, I'll do 40 and 42, right? So let's do Daniel eleven forty-one. Are you there? He shall enter. He shall enter also into the glorious land. Glorious land here is Palestine. All right. At that time, uh, this will be the land of Israel. And many countries shall be overthrown.
1: Read the next. But, read, these shall escape.
0: All right. I'll wait for a sec for you to get there. Those at home, it should be on the screen. Do we have on the screen media team? Thank you. I love you guys. God bless you. So, Daniel 11, I mean 11, yeah, 41. Is that right? He shall enter also into the glorious land and many
1: countries shall be overthrown. But these shall escape out of his hand. Even Edom and
0: Moab and the chief of the children of Ammon shall escape. I don't have time to get into all this teaching about the end times and all that, but what I want for today, for today's message to fit into today's message Notice the part where it says, these shall escape out of his hand. Do you see that? Yes. Okay. So let's kind of figure this out in the context. So I go to verse 40 and then read through 42. All right. Verse 40. And at the time of the end, this is the end times. So this is going to happen in these end times. It's not, it hasn't happened yet. It's going to happen shall the king of the south push at him and the king of the north shall come against him like a whirlwind. So it's going to be a fight between some power from the north and some power from the south. You know, I don't have time to get into it, but at least we can see there's a war. There's fight. Some, somebody in the north fighting, some, in the south starts fighting and the king of the north goes against him like a whirlwind with chariots and with horsemen and with many ships and he shall enter into the countries and shall overflow and pass over. So man from verse 40, this King of the North, you don't mess with him, right? He's just, just going to come like he with fury and just take over. And then you even enter verse 41. He entered the glorious land that Israel and many countries should be overthrown. So he's really powerful. Yes. He's growing in strength, overcoming these other, all these countries, but despite all this power that he has, Somebody is going to escape. Do you see this? So the picture is saying, God is saying to you, it doesn't matter how powerful any kingdom is, as long as
1: you belong to God, you shall escape. Say amen. Okay, we go to 42. He
0: shall stretch forth his hand also upon the countries, and the land of Egypt shall not escape. Wow. Wow. So this guy's, man, he's bad. He's a bad dude. Look at 43. He shall have power over the treasures of gold and of silver and of all the precious, precious things of Egypt and, and the Libyans and the Ethiopians shall be at his steps. He's, he's some bad dude, man. Look at 44. It tidings out of the east and out of the north shall trouble him. Oh, so while he's overcoming all these countries, then he's going to hear, he's going to hear on CNN, yeah, some news report, Titus out of the, you know, some news report, yeah, can you see verse 44, but news out of the east and out of the north shall trouble him, therefore he shall go forth with great fury to destroy and to utterly make away many and he's going to plant the tabernacle of his palace between the seas in the
1: glorious holy mountain. Watch that. Look at this. Look at this. I love the last part. Look at this. Yet he shall come to his end, and none shall help him. This is a teaching for another time, but the picture is that, look at this. No matter how powerful he got,
0: some countries still escaped. Did you see that? No matter how powerful any boss is, anything you're going through is, you shall escape. Amen. For those of you who care about all these like end time teachings, because this is end times and all this, if you wonder, well, how is it that Edom and Moab escaped? It's because, I'm sure you've probably seen this in the book of Psalms. God said, I will cast my shoe. I, had a, I wish I had a shoe to display. It's, I'll cast my shoe over Edom and Moab. It's in the book of Psalms. You know what putting your shoe over a place means? Come on, people. When you, you step on a place, the soles of your foot step on a place. You possess it. You own it. That's what symbolically it means. You know, wherever the soles of your feet shall tread, you have. Are you here with me? Okay. So in the Psalms, God says, he just kind of threw it there in the Psalms. He didn't explain why. He said, I will put my shoe on Edom and Moab. He just wrote it there and left it. And then another time he said through David in the same Psalms, he said, and when I put my shoe On Edom and Moab, I will take over the rock city,
1: Petra. And there I will hide my people. When this king of the north
0: comes to destroy them, my people shall escape. Amen. So the spiritual significance for us today is this. As long as we are the people of God... It doesn't matter how powerful anyone or anything gets in your life,
1: please say with me, I shall escape. Do you got that? Amen. I'm gonna conclude with Revelation 12. I'm gonna to go to Revelation
0: 12 because it's the two scriptures, and we're gonna conclude, and then I pray and we end this. So look for Revelation 12. If it was a Bible college class, I would have actually started from Revelation 12 because I would have three hours to teach it. So I would have started, yeah, to teach this from Revelation 12. Okay, i read this and you're going to understand that. Why? Most of you know verse 11. we look at
1: that verse 11 for a moment. Revelation 12. Praise God. So please turn to Revelation 12. The media team will put it there.
0: Just give me one quick second. Uh, Miss Trudy, please do me a favor. Thank you. Appreciate it. Revelation 12 and verse 11. Did I say verse 11?
1: Okay, so let's read that. And they, please say, that's me. Yes, you and your family. Praise God. Imani, please say that's me and my baby.
0: Is Imani here? I thought, yeah, I saw him. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I, th- I thought I saw Reverend Renee when she went to Ghana. Hey, God bless you, man of God. Amen. So, Reverend Renee, please say that's me and my family. Ah, hallelujah. It's so good to see her and her, her grandma. I mean, I love it when I can see four generations. Great grandma, grandma. You can't even call Renee grandma. She looks too young to be called grandma. but well, She's grandma. And then beautiful Imani. Master's degree. I tell you, world machines, we ain't playing. We are playing. Ah, yeah, yeah. Praise God. And I've been bothering her that I like to see the PhD. Right? And I, and I prophesy that it's going to be paid off. It's free. You're not going to owe anybody. Yes,
1: praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony.
0: And they loved not their lives unto death. Let's do that
1: again. Revelation 12, 11. Let's look at it, please. All right, I'm going to have you please
0: count so we know how many things, but we're going to use two in prayer. If you're asking why not all three, I'm going to tell you that in a moment. But let's read it again. We're going to count how many things we're going to use here today in prayer and subsequently. Whatever else God shows you to add to it, please do that. But at least you got these three. So let's count. Revelation 12, 11. And they overcame him, the devil, by what? By one, the blood of the lamb. That's one, right? Praise God. Uh, I, heard, I heard evangelist uh, Paula, right? He said blood of the lamb. That's one. Okay, you be in charge. You're going to count for us. All right, and
1: by the word of what? Their testimony. By the word. If we cut it
0: in short, we can say by the word. Is that good enough? Yeah, by the word. All right, I know in full, it says by the word of their testimony. Yes? Okay. All, all that, that is about is that. The Bible says in the same book of Revelation, I don't have time, but
1: it says the testimony of Scripture is Jesus. Or the Word of God tells us about Jesus.
0: Amen. So what the Spirit of God wrote through all these prophets was leading us to Christ, was pointing us to Jesus. Are we good? So the spirit of prophecy is supposed to exalt Jesus, lead you to Jesus, not exalt me, not exalt man, it's supposed to exalt God. Are we we good? Okay. So the testimony of scripture is Jesus. We good? Okay. So the word of your testimony is your word about what Jesus has done for you. Do you understand that? That's what that means. So if you look at the finished work of Jesus, that means you don't have to do anything more. Why? Because he has finished it. Does that mean, you understand that, right? When something's finished, can you, are you supposed to add to something that's finished? No. Jesus finished off with the devil. He defeated the devil. That's why when his disciples came, he said, Lord, even the demons are subject to us through your name. Jesus said in Luke 10, I beheld Satan fall from heaven as lightning. He is defeated. I threw him out. I kicked him out of heaven. He has no authority over your life. And I have given you my name. My authority is in me and is vested in my name and I give it to you. Just go and use it and the devil will flee from you. The problem is that people are looking to me instead of looking to Jesus. And that's, that's my, that's my problem with some of y'all. You you're looking to me instead of looking to Jesus. Then some of you, you're looking to some prophet in some country. Come on, people. I'm not making this up. We all know. And, and some people in the world and on even media were making fun of us. Do you see some pastor come some years ago? Some lady pastor calling angels from South America and Africa to come to America to intervene in the, in the elections. Do you all see it on TV? Come on, people. You're sorry. You're so, right? And people are making fun of us like we are, we are weird, you know, yeah, members of the clergy. No, I'm not weird. I'm, I'm not weird. I'm very normal, just like you all. And intelligent like you. And I don't believe in that. And I don't agree with that. At
1: all. Are you with me? But that is really ridiculous. Isn't it? You overcome the devil by. Evangelist Paul. The blood of the lamb. That's
0: one right. And then by. The word. And he says the last part is that and they love not their lives unto the death. That's three. If you don't if you love your life, Jesus said you lose it. But if you give up your life for him, you will gain it. You understand? If you live for selfishness, you lose in the end. That's what he's saying. But if you live to be a giver, if you live to impact your world, you will gain. You understand that? That's basically what he's saying. You understand? Don't live for self. Live to bless others, then you gain. You have to live for something bigger than just you. Does that make sense? Okay, so live for God. That's what put God first, then you win. You get that? Okay, but we're going to pray. I'm going to make some pronouncements before we go. And we're going to do that with two things. The third part is your lifestyle, so go and live it. Does that make sense? Put God first, Christ first. That's the third part. But the first two, the blood and the word, we can use in prayer now. You can say, you can speak the word right now. Yes. Okay. And then the blood, you can also apply that now. All right. Uh, Next time I have time, I'll teach some more and, and explain it, but we're going to pray. And this is how you apply the blood. All right. Just one moment. This is how you apply the blood. Let's take scripture. The first time people were taught to apply the blood. Well, The first, like, significant time they were taught to apply the blood was in Exodus 12. God said, take the blood of the lamb. All right? Exodus 12. Just follow me. Take the blood of the lamb. You kill the lamb. You take the blood and put it on your house. You put it on the lintel. Put it on both sides of your door. For this night... The angel of death is going to pass through the nation of Egypt in Africa. This is when the, the people of Israel were in Africa. We're talking about a case of God delivering people he was in covenant with. I'm not talking about God is against other people. No, I'm talking about the fact that God, like he's in contract. You know, when you're in contract with somebody, you're supposed to care about the contract and I'm supposed to be dealing with everybody else. I'm not in contract with. Does that make sense? Okay. So God was in contract. It's actually called covenant in the Bible, not covenant. I'm not contract, but covenant because it's blood with the people of Israel because he was in covenant with their uh, father Abraham. We understand this. Okay. So he came to them and he said, I'm going to set you free, but I want you to do this. I want you to take blood of the lamb and put it on your house because this night there's the spirit of death is going to come through the grim reaper is going to come through the land
1: it's a spirit, it's a personality and when it comes and it sees blood on your house it cannot enter but you have to apply the blood do you get it? so those who did it They were saved. By the way,
0: it wasn't just Israelites only who were saved. When you read Exodus 12, it says there were other people of other nations who believed in the God of the Israelites, who came into the houses of the Israelites. You you know, in life, you have friends. Yeah, like you go to college, you go to school, you go to work. You have friends. Like you come to this church, but you have friends who don't come to this church. Isn't that right? But you might go and share with them something, or my pastor was saying this, or whatever. So in the same thing, you you kind of influence other people. Instagram. Don't you influence people on Instagram? Okay, so they follow you. What happened was that some of these people who were not Israelites followed the Israelites and also came into the houses, so they got covered by the blood. Ladies and gentlemen, what God was saying was that
1: Anybody, regardless of nation, who believes in the blood will escape death. We good? Amen. Well, Pastor, if that's done,
0: why do I have to call on the blood still today? Because Hebrews 12 says in verse 24 that the blood of Jesus
1: is speaking. So blood actually speaks. It's in Hebrews 12, 24. You can read that later. We
0: have come to the blood of Jesus. The blood that was sprinkled, it says he speaks better things than the blood of Abel. So writers tell telling even human blood speaks. It says the blood of Jesus speaks better things than the blood of Abel. So the blood of Abel, though Abel was dead, Abel's blood was still speaking. It's like Cain killed Abel, and he thought that was over. And Abel's blood is crying from the ground to God.
1: Yes. Blood speaks. What's that thing in the Uh, movie? CSI.
0: CSI. Anybody watch like crime shows? What's it called? CSI. CSI. Yeah? Yeah, forensics. You know, sometimes they show in these movies, somebody went and killed somebody, and and they cleaned the place, wiped the place, and they thought, you know, they got away with it. And these forensic scientists, man, aren't they amazing? Or is it just movies? Just me. Men say, I don't know, but hey, man, they come, and they have all these, like, gadgets and the machines, and they have these lights, and they shine, you know, in the bathtub, and some blue thing comes up, and it says, there's blood. I'm like, wow, the guy wiped it clean, but they caught him. I'm like, wow, this is too cool. You see it too? Am I the only one? I love it, don't you? I was like, yeah. Was, the, the thing I do, most I do, sometimes I pray. You know, I'm watching the movie. They're going to kill a, a good guy. and I'm like, he's, he's behind the door. Come on. You. And I forget it's just a movie, you know? Oh, I get too much into it. Yeah, I like that. Those crime shows. Well, not a crime show, but when they catch the bad
1: guys. mm, I'm watching and I'm thinking, the blood is still speaking. Blood is still speaking. Amen. Jesus' blood speaks. The Bible says, though he, he was dead, Abel was dead, yet his blood was speaking. Ladies and gentlemen, the blood of Jesus is speaking better things. Please, never, in school, in life, never agree with anybody <laughs> who would join you or get you to join them to shed the send blood. Don't ever do it. Because it will speak against you. You may forget about it. You may even get away with it, you think. Fifty years later, it's still speaking.
0: It can speak against you, it's against your children, against your generations. You don't believe that. A lot of people don't believe. They don't want to believe that. But forensic scientists tell
1: us, blood speaks. If science tells you blood speaks, the Bible tells you even better. So
0: I, I, I presented the negative part of it. Don't ever get involved in that. Please. Because the blood will speak. When we pray for America, let's pray that the blood of Jesus
1: speak better things. We'll cancel out a lot of the negativity that is spewing out, is crying out, because innocent blood has been shed. Lynched. Sacrifice. Somebody tried to kill me.
0: Kill me. It was not even because road rage. I crossed him. Oh, I'm in a fast lane over here. There's nobody around me. And when I first heard the voice, Turn to your right, I thought to myself, I've actually already checked out and there's nobody around me. So I'm just going. But I knew the voice of God enough to know, I must escape something. You shall escape. We're going to pray, right? And what's going to happen? We're going to pray and say, Lord, I apply the blood. I took my time to teach you this because I know it's on the internet. It's out there. There are people teaching us Christians saying they're calling the blood. All of that is not necessary. Really? You watch CSI, you believe that, and you're telling me blood doesn't speak? You believe Hollywood, but you cannot believe the Holy Word. The Holy Word says, Hebrews 12, I gave you scripture, verse 24. We have come to the blood. We have come right now to the blood of Jesus. That is speaking mercy, grace, love, victory, healing for
1: you right now. Escape from death. That's coming right now. And it says in Hebrews
0: 12, I showed you verse 11. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb. So you have to use the lamb, his blood, and say by his blood, i have forgiven my sins. I'm the righteousness of God. So I deserve this inheritance
1: because he died for me to have it. It's my right. It's mine. Are we ready to pray? You're going to use the blood in prayer and then use the word. Testify.
0: Jesus did it for me. Jesus gave me peace. Jesus gave me my mental health. His wholeness, shalom peace. I take it today. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. He wore a crown of thorns, Lord, that I may wear a crown of glory and have peace of mind. Today, I touch and agree with God's people. I pray for people online in your homes. Lord, thank you. By the blood of the Lamb that we call upon. That we apply to our houses. The house of our body. From the crown of our head. The blood of Jesus touch you. Cover you. May you escape that death. May you escape that death. May you escape that death. Untimely death. Escape it. Escape that accident. Escape that virus that is coming through town. Escape it. Escape it. Whatever is coming. People are being called back to work. Away from when you work work. And your home, what do they call it? Uh, Yeah. You know, people working from home, yeah? And now some companies are calling you back to come physically to to, to work. And a lot of people don't want to go back now. And some people are even concerned about health issues and all that. I want to pray for you. Whatever will come through there, may the blood of Jesus cover you. You escape today. You escape today. You escape today. I pray for you and your house. I pray for you and your family. You escape today. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. You escape in the name of Jesus. Somebody
1: say to yourself, I escape. I escape. Make that confession in faith. I escape. In the name of Jesus.
0: I escape coronavirus and I escape any variant in the name of Jesus. I escape. In the name of Jesus. It's a prayer time. I spend time teaching in English, in a language most people understand. Now we're praying. So if you're, on, you're online, you're saying, I don't understand him, he's speaking in tongues. It's because we're praying now to God. God understands. He does not need interpretation. And I don't need to interpret because it's prayer. It's only prophecy that I need to interpret. But I'm not prophesying now. I'm praying. So you pray. You can pray in any language you want. Pray be free right now in your home. Pray in any language you want. Pray any language at all. It doesn't matter. But just pray. And for those of you able to pray in tongues, pray in tongues. As Christians, you can pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Pray in Spanish, in English, Portuguese, in French, in Ghanaian languages,
1: Haitian, Creole. It doesn't matter to God. Just, just pray. Right there at home. And let's do what they did in Exodus 12. Say, I apply the blood
0: on my house, the house of my body. The house of my marriage, in the name of Jesus. You are married, you want to have children? I apply the blood on my fertility, on my productivity, in the name of Jesus. You don't need rabbits, you don't need any weird things. Just the name of Jesus. Yes, 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 and the blood, you escape infertility. You escape barrenness. In the name of Jesus Christ, praise the Lord. You escape. Whatever attacked, maybe other females, they didn't know God. You know God. So you escape in the name of Jesus. Whatever has been building up is so powerful. It says you escape. Why? Because you belong to God. He has cast his shoe on you. He owns you. He purchased you with the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus, you have victory. Mando belitos, nibi akori azibi a beya. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Young people. Where the devil wanted to bring hopelessness and kill your dreams. Now, by the Spirit of God, you see visions. Write down that vision. Write it down. Write it down and put it up before you now. Look at it. Look at it on your tablet, on your phone. Look at it. Look at it on paper. However you wrote it or in your mind look at it now in the name of the Lord Jesus you say I apply the blood of Jesus to this vision and I declare that by the blood of Jesus my vision lives it will come to pass I come against death that hopelessness that fear I come against it in the name of the Lord Jesus that's how you pray and then you speak the word of God over that situation go ahead speak victory for your family In the name of Jesus, I have that financial provision to put my children through college. Speak that in the name of the Lord Jesus. Makatoli bika suri bi ande Libri andosa sapiri akuribahandea in abreto suri bikaita ziri bi labrindo sapaika tuli baandei baturia make a fighter, asita fighter. lady bikaita sigita fighter. Jesus name and for those the devil said it's over you are too old God said, When the Spirit comes, the old will dream dreams. Now your dreams are revitalized. He says, Dream again. He will give you strength to do it. Even in your old age, you will bear fruit. All right. So, all of us, the old, the young, everybody, believe God and speak the word of God. Speak victory. Speak health. I know it's challenging. I know the enemy has surrounded you. But God said, these shall escape.
1: And he showed me you have escaped. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.
0: Finally, I stretch my hands towards you and I bless you. The Lord God said, when the ministers bless, he will bless. Just open your heart to receive. Sometimes, symbolically, we open our heart to receive by opening our palms. You know, like you open your palm to receive. You can do that if you want. What's important is that in your heart, you believe you're receiving. I'm going to bless you. Ladies and gentlemen, I've taught you the word. We stand by the word, by faith in the word. Amen. It's amazing. Sometimes God will do something natural that amazes us. I'm teaching a Bible college class yesterday. And I'm talking about the father's love
1: and the father blessing, the father releasing blessing. I'm teaching on that. And I'm sitting in the Zoom class teaching and water, literally water falls on me and falls on my phone.
0: I have an iPad in front of me and water. And I'll be honest with you, I was concerned so I looked up This, I thought, oh my goodness, somebody's taking a shower upstairs and maybe our walls are, the, the pipe
1: is burst and water is leaking. And I look up, there's nothing. This happened yesterday.
0: And I'm looking around. So now people on, you know, on the Zoom looking at me, like you so I have to explain myself. And like, I feel this, and there's water on my
1: skin. Mr. Oscar, it it, it doesn't happen. You're in a living room. There's a floor above me. So if there's water, there's a
0: floor above me. So that the that, pipe has to be broken. The the whatever, what's the thing? Uh drywall has to No, it's dry. It's not I'm like wait a minute, where's the water
1: coming from? Wow. Wow. Hours of blessings. Shock.
0: I mean, it was like, God, there are certain strange things that have happened to me, like maybe four or five times in my life. That's one of them. Because I was like, oh my God, this is so, oh my God. I showed my phone to the class. I said, can, can you see water on my phone?
1: I mean, where did it come from? Miss Lee, Elisa, this is, this is strange. Isn't it strange? It's, I'm a pastor and it's strange to me there shall be showers of blessings. The promise of God to you. I will pour out my spirit
0: upon you. And young people, prophesy and see visions and the old will dream dreams. That's God saying, when my rain falls on you, the dry land will become fertile. Everything will be possible. You escape barrenness. You escape fruitlessness. You escape dryness. You escape sickness. You escape bondage. He brought out the people of Israel out of slavery and he gave them silver and gold and made them all healthy. There was not even one who was feeble. Why? Because they belong to God. You belong to God. I'm not saying accept it because I experienced this thing. I'm not going to make any theology or, you know, tradition out of it. But it was an an amazing experience. And now it's just God saying, I love you and I'm showering my blessings on you. And so I bless you with the Father's blessing. And I bless you and your families with the Father's blessings. In a sense, I'm a spiritual father. So under God, under Christ, I stand under Christ as an under-shepherd, under the chief shepherd, who said, when his ministers bless you, he will bless you. With my hands stretched towards you and your heart open, and maybe your hands open at home, I bless you and your family. Your marriage will be beautiful. Your life will be beautiful. I bless your family with salvation. Salvation from God, healing, deliverance, peace, power and prosperity. You shall escape every trap, every accident, every disease, every virus. You shall escape gunshots. You shall escape bombs. You shall
1: escape. Terrorism, you shall escape.
0: As a missionary in foreign lands, when trouble rises, I declare you shall escape. In the name of the Lord Jesus. God did not bring me to America to be stopped by racism or division. To be killed on the highway, I escaped. I bless you with that. You shall escape. I also stand to bless you with a hearing ear and a seeing eye. May the Lord open your ears to hear and your eyes to see. May the Lord anoint your spiritual eyes with eye anointment in the name of the Lord Jesus. The eyes of your spirit, the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. That you may know the hope of your calling, that you've been called to higher things and to glory, to inherit glory. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it in the name of Jesus. I bless your generations. Receive it. Your children may not be here, nieces and nephews may not be here, family members may not be here, it doesn't matter. You are here. And on their behalf, receive it. If you're married and you desire to have children, they have not come into the world yet. They are in your loins. They are in your husband's loins. And they are in your body. Woman of God, they are in your eggs. They are in your body. They are in you. More importantly, they are in God. He said, before you were conceived, I knew you. In Jeremiah 1, that means God knows your children. I bless them. Receive that now. It it, it doesn't have to be physically pregnant before you say, no, receive it now. Receive it now. I bless you. I bless you. I bless you. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit, I bless you. The grace of Jesus be with you today. And by grace, may you reign in life in Jesus' name. The love of God that causes you to never fail be with you. In Jesus' name, and make you meet the love of your life and have a glorious life that brings honor to God. And that together as a team, you be unbeatable, unshakable, invincible. I bless you with that. Where your marriage has become rocky, and the Antichrist has shown up there, in Daniel 11, it says, These shall escape, because God has cast a shoe upon you. God says you are mine. You belong to God. I say you shall escape. You shall escape. You shall escape divorce. I said you shall escape that. In Jesus name. It happened to you. It will not happen to your daughters. They shall escape. In Jesus name. And even for you. I pray for restoration. Come on receive it. May that rain that fell on me. In that class. And blessed. The Bible college students that rain fall on you. Ah, receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Refreshing from God. Refreshing for God. Receive it in Jesus' name. I sense in my spirit it is done. It is done. (laughs) It is done. Amen. 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 You are blessed to be a blessing. Say amen somebody. It is done. Give the Lord a shout.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is done. Thank you Lord. For our members who did not come
0: physically to church today, for whatever reason, Lord, thank you for touching them. For all our e church members, our partners, and those who watch us and receive from this ministry around the world, bless them. I declare over you, you have escaped. Anybody who visited today, you have escaped. Whatever. You need it. And you came in here trusting God to do for you. You have escaped that which steals, kills, and destroys. And you have life. Zoe and life more abundantly. In Jesus' name. Please, if you've never given your heart and your life to Jesus, all you have to do, according to Romans 10, 9 and 10, is you believe with your heart.
1: And then you say it with your mouth. Jesus as Lord. I receive him as my personal Savior. Thank you that you washed away my sins. You brought me to God. I come now. I come now. Please go ahead. What I've said, you can put it
0: in your own words and say, Lord Jesus, I receive you. You died for my sins. You wash them away. I receive
1: you as my savior. So that what this man was teaching. That I escape. I inherit. I am righteous. Will become. My living experience. Because today. I've become a child of God. If you pray that prayer in your own language, in your own words,
0: but you prayed from your heart, you are a child of God. That's it. (laughs) Christ did it for you. You just received it. You are a child of God. And know that from today, God protects you and he'll provide for you. You have escaped. God bless you. We love you. Love you. I thank God for your lives. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Praise God. I received the blessing back. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Let's take a minute to give unto God gifts of love, offerings. Uh, our church members can bring their tithe. Praise God. Here, In the church, you can bring your tithes and offerings into the baskets. Uh, Online, you can give by going to our website. You give through PayPal, but on our website, go to wmmchurch.org, please. wmmchurch.org. And just click on the red donate button and give as you choose. The Lord bless you. Another way you can give electronically is by Zelle. Zelle Transfer to World Missions Ministries. The number for Zelle Transfer is 571-234-2387. I repeat, 571 234 2387 that's for Zell transfers to World Missions Ministries for those of you who are familiar with that you may go ahead and do that god bless you otherwise electronically just give online wmmchurch.org if you prefer to send a check in the mail please make the check out to World Missions Ministries and you can mail it to this address where we have services Every Sunday, the Word of God starts at 11 a.m. And please note, we will have praise and worship from 10.30 a.m. On the days that we're not praying for America, certain Sundays we pray for America and the world, and or and, on or Sunday we're praying for healing uh, before the service. Uh, and we'll continue to do that. But at 10.30 We will have praise and worship and then go into the Word promptly at 11 for our online church and our Florida church to be a part of the church service. So please take note of that. Next Sunday, praise and worship is at 10.30 a.m. And praise and worship people, please uh, be aware of that. Organize yourselves. We are back now to full-time. Uh, what do they call it? In-person services. So all our church members who have been staying at home, please come to church because I've been meeting you in other places. That means you go everywhere except church. So come to church. Amen. You have not gotten COVID going everywhere. You will not get COVID in church. If God protected you in the mall, because I met some of you in the mall, I, I won't I give examples because you say pastor is talking about me, but uh, you know where I met you. Uh, if I met you at a funeral and you've not been coming to church, you need to come to church. All right, please. So next Sunday, praise and worship is our time? 10.30 a.m. Amen. The word starts promptly at 11 for wow. our Florida church and online church members to be a part of it. We're good on that. Amen. Well, you can bring your offerings up front if you have a check. Uh, You can mail it to World Missions Ministries. The address here is 6805 East Clinton Street. You know, like former President Clinton, same spelling. East Clinton Street, Clinton, Maryland, 20735. The zip is 20735, and that's USA, of course. Amen. Sometimes I have to say this because we have people in Paris who are proud of it, who support this ministry, also financially. So we have to give all these details in case you're wondering, why is he doing all that? Because there are other people who are listening, may not be watching, so they need to hear. That's why I'm giving the address. So 6805 East Clinton Street, Clinton, Maryland, 20735. Come on out. Just put the address in your, what's that thing that takes you around? Ways, GPS, all of that. And put the address in, it'll bring you here. Amen? All right. God bless you. Thank you so much. Father, thank you for blessing everybody. Bless them in health so that... They don't use your wealth and your money to try to get well because they are already healthy. Amen. That they can use your funds to bless others, to support the kingdom of God, and to have a wonderful life. Thank you. Thank you. Today I pray for fathers to be able to lay up for their children. I pray for you, for myself, and all fathers. It is our responsibility to lay up for our sons and daughters, to lay up for this generation and the next generation, for your children's children. I pray this prayer that God will heal us where we are lazy, where we are not caring, where we are passing the buck and pushing the responsibility on our wives alone or on our women And they are doing more than they should be doing because we are reneging on our responsibility. Lord, heal us and deliver us. I pray this blessing on all the men. Be healed, be delivered from anything that's been stealing your dignity, putting you down. Be set free from it. May you be a giant financially in this world. May you be a giant in your industry in the name of Jesus. Take care of your children in Jesus' name. The Lord bless you, put a roof over your head, have your house paid off, your vehicles paid off, be debt free. I pray for the men to stand, Father stand in the name of Jesus and make the world a little bit more easier, more pleasant for the women that God has blessed us with and put in our lives. For our wives, for our sons, for, for our wives, our sons, our daughters, our nieces, our nephews. Bless them. And Lord, bless everybody. Women, children, bless everybody. We receive it. Your blessings in Jesus' name. Thank you that as a ministry, we have no luck. We can do this work and we'll do
1: it so people escape. Thank you. We escape hell. We gain heaven. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless
0: you. Thank you. Thank you. Online chat. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you
1: back here next Sunday and every Sunday. God bless you. Thank you. Praise God.